Hello, everyone. You're listening to Elisa Unfiltered Living Life Out Loud, the podcast. My name is Elisa curry and I am here today speaking from the heart to inspire and motivate you to be your best self. There is so much more to life than the nine to five daily grind, and I want to share all of my secrets with you. So let's get started. Hello, podcast fam. Today it is Wednesday, April the 22nd, 2020. There is snow on the ground this morning here on in Ottawa. Snow. Uh, but it's not ruining my day though because I feel so much gratitude. I feel grateful to be healthy, to be alive, and to be here with all of you today. So thank you so much for tuning in. Now, before we get started, I have a couple small business things to share. Patreon is a crowdfunding platform that enables fans to pay and support artists for their work in video, music, art, and of course, podcasts, among other forms of art. It's basically a way for artists to earn money on what might otherwise be free content and allows fans to contribute to their favorite artists' platforms. If you are in a position to contribute to my Patreon account, I have a link in the show notes that will take you right there. You can also click the link in my bio on Instagram. Donations can be as little as $1 a month, $5 a month, or whatever amount you're comfortable giving. Thank you so much to everyone who has donated so far. I am halfway to my goal, and honestly, your support means everything. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) This is also a perfect time for all of you to go and subscribe to my show if you haven't done so yet wherever you listen to your podcast it would be great if you just press pause right now for 30 seconds and gave me a five-star rating and a written review <laughs> okay that's enough business for today but thanks for listening to that it's a part of my job here as a podcaster that feels icky but also helps spread the good vibes and gets more people listening to the show so speaking of the show, my guest today is none other than my Yoda, Adele Stratton. Adele is an integrational manual therapist, a spiritual coach. She does all forms of therapy from cranial sacral, visceral manipulation, or reading and hypnosis, all the way to trauma therapy, developmental trauma, and etheric healing. Adele offers some of the most advanced practices in the world, in the world. I have been working with her for over 10 years and she has helped me to wake up in my life, heal from past relationships, and has coached me to make sense of the noise in my mind. In other words, the story, we talk about that story all the time, the one replaying, Adele has guided me in so many beautiful ways. So this podcast is all about fear, perspective, and growing spiritually during this time of stress, overwhelm, and let's face it, it is unprecedented during these unprecedented times. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Here we go. How are you today? Oh, um, hello, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I am very well. Excellent, excellent. Oh man, I miss you. A, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> Um, and B, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm, I think today is a, actually a pretty good day. This has been a, a good week, I would say, in terms of all things considered with this COVID 
19 situation. Uh, I mean, even just having a podcast with you, which I think this is our fifth podcast, would you say, or sixth? We've done a lot together. We have. Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is our first one over Skype, so that's a little bit uh, different. But I'm really missing human contact. Mm -hmm. Yes, pretty much across the board, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? That's that would be my one biggest complaint, and also like my dog because my dog lives at my mom's house, and since uh, I'm self quarantining, yeah, so I don't. Yeah, I know. I was gonna just take him, but. And I might still do that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We have we have yeah. to figure out what's the best interest of the dog. <laughs> but yeah, so well, so the best interest of you too. I know. We're gonna, it's the finding the balance, I guess. So yeah, I wanted to bring you on the show today just to, you know, get some enlightenment and support and help with the emotional roller coaster and sort of understanding my feelings and the feelings that people are having and the fears and overwhelm and all that jazz when it comes to this stupid thing. I call it a stupid thing. I guess it's not a stupid thing. It's just a thing. (laughs) Uh, It's just a thing. So thanks for coming on the show again. Oh, thanks for having me again. It's always a pleasure. So what is happening right now? Let's talk about that. Let's go back to your uh, last sentence where you said, you know, um, this stupid thing, um, you know, I call it a stupid thing, but it's not a stupid thing. It's just a thing. Yeah. (laughs) But I really like that. Um, And the reason is, the reason I like it is because it kind of, um, you know, we all have perspective. Mm Mm-hmm. And we all will base our perspective on certain things according to what we believe. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And so through this whole uh, manifestation of a virus, no matter where it came from or how it got here or anything, you know, I want to just pinpoint that for a long time, the world has been crying for help. Yes. And uh, the earth has been crying for help, like in big, big ways and showing us. What do you mean by that? Can you stuff. give me an example of what What do you mean by crying for help? Well, I look at the uh, natural disasters in the world as, the, as the, the way of the earth expressing itself. Okay. I know, uh, I mean, you, you know me well. Yes. Uh, so I can say this in the way of when I meditate now, I meditate. I'm always grounding myself, and I feel that's a huge part of what we need to do through this yes. is to be grounded enough. And, and so uh, a lot of the natural disasters, it was, for me, I looked at it in a way that she was really crying for help because of everything that was being done. So, and we all know what that is, that, yeah. you know, the, the pollution and the overmining and the chemicals. And yeah, of you course. Name it, right? Of course. So I went back to my perspective on how I felt about the earth. And, and how we were feeling so horrid about what was happening on the planet. 
And my perspective on everything was that because we were calling for help, we as a consciousness were calling for help saying, we don't want this kind of thing happening to our planet. We, we, we don't want the things that are happening to us where we don't feel like we have any freedom anymore or anything like that. I mean, that goes into a whole yeah. deeper subject. But what I'm saying here is that I feel that we put the call out for help and yeah. the universe responded. Mm-hmm. And now, as you can uh, tell by everything that we're, the waters are cleaner, the skies are cleaner, that you can, uh, like the pollution, like in the, in the Himalayas, right? Yeah. First time. Yeah. the villages can actually see them. How amazing is that? Like, that How is one of the coolest things. How yeah. amazing is that? And that even when I was in uh, the, the uh, Caymans, when I was there, when this virus broke out, and they restricted cruise ships from coming into the islands, yep. within 10 days, you could see the change in the water. Really? Yes, because, you know, that is a coral island. People go there to to scuba dive so they can admire the, the coral and the fish that swim around it. Well, with all those cruise ships coming in, it was damaging the coral. And so the water, which is pure turquoise, was starting to get, like, less and less of that beautiful color, right? Right. So as soon as the cruise ships left... It was like you could see the beach and the water transforming itself as the color became more and more vibrant. And I said to my friend, because we walk the beach every day, look at the water. It's actually changing color. I mean, the, the coral appears to be uh, like going like, oh, there's light. Like, oh, I have oxygen <laughs> in the water now. Oh, oh, look at this. Unbelievable. You know, Very so cool. So that's what I was, I'm talking about is that... It's a shame that we have to go to these places to get shit done. I feel you on that. It is so, it feels so big and drastic and crazy, but I really liked what you said before. And I wanted to add a little bit to the, to the calling. Cause like for me, I feel like I have been trying to slow down. I've been begging to slow down. I've been working on slowing down. I've talking about it on Instagram. You and I talk about it in our sessions. How do we do that? And how busyness is glorified and um, or glamorized. And it's all about money and, and superficial shit. And we're forgetting about the nature. And we're forgetting about that we are one with the earth. And however you want to look at that, some people are more woo-woo and spiritual or whatever to that. And you don't need to be a crazy spiritual person to get that. Yeah. No. 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 You need to be a human living on the planet. (laughs) You know, okay, this experience wasn't working for me. Yes. Right? And, and, and. When people are consciously trying to make change in their lives, that's great. That that shows that, okay, wait, I'm, I'm tied into a system here that is actually depleting me, not not lifting me up. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's you need time, quiet time, to go back into the place where you can reassess all that. Mm-hmm. We, you could reassess your life. Mm-hmm. And, and I think about all the people that have, uh, the millions of people that have slowed down mm-hmm. 
and what they're doing in that slow down time. And I, I do understand that there are people at home, lots of people at home with children and homeschooling and they, and you're in relationship and yeah. everybody's under the same roof for the same amount of time. And I, 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 I understand all that, you know, when have we interacted with each other uh, for so long? Because that's the way it used to be. Yeah. Uh, that's the way it used to be yes. before we were distracted by our computers and our phones and our, and our iPads and our, and our TV. That's the way it used to be. If I, I'm not saying we got to go back there, but I am saying we, to reevaluate, you know, what our values are. Yeah. Are our values so that because we're so exhausted that we, we don't care what the kids are doing because we're just too exhausted to pay attention because our, our, brains have been drained by the system all day and for what mm-hmm. so uh, you know it, it's just a chance it's just a chance it's the it's the chance it's the chance that you have to pull back everything and to reevaluate what's most important in our lives and obviously we are most important in our lives yes to be able to have a conversation face to face to be able to hold somebody to be able to shake hands to be able to make eye contact this is really what it's giving us time to do Mm -hmm. and it is time given to us it's like it's like a gift i know some people are going to go like what a gift are you crackers but (laughs) i mean it in a deeper level i know i know it's going to be challenging for a lot of people however your perspective on, on it, on it, yeah. how you're looking at it is what is going to change the experience of it. Okay, I want to go into that a lot deeper because perspective here is, yes, I, I feel the gift part of it. When you look at this as a gift, it's hard for a lot of people who are suffering or scared or feeling unsafe, the money aspects, the economic aspects, the business, losing their identities. Like so, There's so many layers to this, and it is quite complex. Uh, but yeah. overall, we can have the same thing in common. The, the thing that can lift us out of this is what? Um, let me rephrase that. When we are feeling scared or overwhelmed, what is preventing us from seeing this as a gift or what is preventing us from growing in this experience? Okay. So one of the, of course the biggest thing is the fear mm-hmm. and, and, and it is, unfortunately the media is really having a heyday with it. Oh man. That's, that's what they're paid to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're paid to do it. Which is interesting because they're not even social distancing. I'm like, how yeah. are all these people <laughs> sitting at a desk and we're yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's good for the goose is not exactly good for the gander, as you know. So you know, uh, we're just telling you what to do, but don't do as I do, do as I say. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, so definitely, one of the things that I have refused to do is watch the news. Good. Uh, there are other things that I have refused to do too. So because I know that everything that comes in through my eyes, because these are our senses, through my eyes and through my ears, I'm taking all that information in. Yeah. And I am compartmentalizing it into my brain. Okay. Now, if somebody is shouting fear at me all the time, oh, there's this many deaths, and oh my God, you know, and, oh, you better be afraid. And, 
all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people could see you right now because that was a great, that was great. Okay, yes. <laughs> that is going into my brain. Yes. Most people don't know that that fear is actually going into your, a part of your brain and it's going to go into the part of your brain that controls emotions. Yes, okay. So if the part is going into your amygdala, which is right in uh, behind here, behind your frontal lobe, if it's going into there, and, and that's your fear center, it's, it's igniting more fire in that. If you are not already aware that you have fears, if you're a person that doesn't really understand about fear mm-hmm. and where it lives inside of you, then when you watch the news or you, you listen to all of that, then it is actually causing more and more fear. So you're just gathering it all and making it worse for yourself, which will then, you know, cause inflammation in the body. Then your emotions are all over the show. Then you're afraid of everything. And it's not just that you're afraid of the virus, but that fear that has been in you for who knows how many generations, because it is passed on through the DNA, that it just uh, stimulates and activates more fear. And so now it's not even about the virus anymore. Now it's about everything. Isn't it? Right? Yes. Now you're afraid of everything. So what this has done is that it brings your fears that you've always had to the surface. And then you go and watch the news and you listen. And then you listen to other people's stories. And it's a story because it's theirs. Yeah. That they feed it to you, and then if you are not in a place of peace or calm or tranquility, then you'll take that on. And so we just spread the fear from person to person. It's actually, that's the virus there. So what do we do when we're afraid and overwhelmed? I mean, for me, I have good days and bad days. I talk. I talked about this actually last week on my show on how like I'm in the roller coaster. I'm in the coronavirus uh, roller coaster of emotion because I, I don't necessarily feel safe and I don't mean that I'm going to die. I just, you know, worry because I don't have an income and I want to hug people. And I'm, I, I guess focusing on the lack, um, which is kind of exploding aha moments in my brain as I say that out loud. Um, but it's, it's like, this roller coaster and I'm feeling the feelings. That's kind of something that I've decided to do is feel that place, that lower place in me and then breathe and let it kind of go away or go through me. And I do my five minutes of meditation and I do my centering exercises and I breathe and I try and be present. And in the moment, I keep coming back to that. However, those are skills I believe that I've really been working on for a long time. And I'm not saying that everyone has those skills, but it is a practice. Um, so going back to my question, what do we do? <laughs> what okay, the heck do so, we do? You know, that's, that, that is a really good question because, again, if you are um, a person that has not been um, in a place of awareness... In the place where, it's a big, big subject. <laughs> it's because I want, I want to go into a very deep place. But okay, so let's say you wake up in the morning and you wake up and the first thing that comes to your mind is like, oh, 
shit, another day of this. Mm-hmm. Now, that's your first thought. Mm-hmm. So you've got to remember that that thought is going to carry now some momentum, right? Yes. So if you are not aware that your thoughts are going to create something, then you your next thought might be, Ah, oh, such bullshit. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like Been there. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Better get out of bed because I gotta I gotta get the breakfast for the kids and then I gotta to, uh, gotta get them on homeschooling and oh shit, I'll just put on these sweaty pants and <laughs> save it up for Larry for ten days or longer. Yeah. Who cares? Nobody's seeing me anyways, you know. Am I even gonna wash my face? Oh I don't give a damn. You know, I'm just going to go downstairs and make some scrambled eggs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that, if you don't nip that in the bud, yeah. that's how you create your perspective. Yeah. And where does so, that come from, though? That comes from beliefs? Where does that that-, that, 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 that... that is what we're talking about, the awareness. If you not are not aware mm-hmm. that that is old programming old in yourself that's yes. your old fears coming up to the surface you haven't changed anything there okay if you are not aware that you are now speaking and thinking and your ego because that's what it is has gotten a hold of you yes then you know what happens is that kind of thought brings you into a, a downward spiral yes so you need to be aware that that thought can create momentum and can drag out your day for you so that you really have a shitty day. So if you wake up in the morning and you say, oh, oh, geez, another day of this bullshit, you know, but then you hear yourself say that and you think, "Uh oh, (laughs) yeah, I better correct that. Close my eyes again. Now open them. I had a good night's sleep. Yeah. That was great. Thank yes. you for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know I, I know I need to get up and start my day because I've got I've got my children to attend to and and isn't this an opportunity for me to be with them and really get to know them or share my time with them because this may never happen again. I may never have this special time. Or you wake up and you're alone and you say, oh, I'm so lonely. I'm so yes. lonely. I don't know how much longer I can live like this. And to say, I feel like I'm alone, but I know that I'm not. Yes. I know I'm not alone. If you are not a spiritual person in any way that doesn't believe in guides or spirits or anything, you can say, I know I'm not alone because, well, I can reach out to somebody on social media and just say, hey, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with you reaching out to somebody and just saying, hi, just wanted to say hi. I can hardly wait till we can see each other again, you know, in the physical or I can uh, give you a hug. How are you doing? In this day and age, we're never really alone. I agree. So it is it is about catching your thought out of the gate. Little glimpses of those catches. Like, I mean, 
I was totally in the ego at the beginning of this. I was like very worried and scared and it was weird. The reactions that were coming up, I was like, whoa, what, what's happening? And then I would start sort of having these glimpses of, of the truth about what I was thinking or something right. deeper. And that also built quite a bit of momentum in my personal life of changing the habit. So I would wake up in the morning and just be so grateful to have my coffee, to watch the sunrise every morning. I love that the sun rises at 615 because I get up at 530 in the morning. It's dark. I mean, it's starting to get a little bit. There's a small glow in the sky here in Ottawa at 530 a.m. But it's like just sort of experiencing the beginning of the day like that and having a little meditation in the morning. It's just, it's been so wonderful. And I actually look for, I'm waking up and looking forward to those things. That's such a beautiful thing to, to have and to start the day with just that different difference of perspective. I mean, I started so many days at the beginning of this with checking how many COVID-19 positive cases there were? What's the news saying? What's this country doing? What's that? How many deaths have there been? Like, that's how I would start my day. Now, I do not do that. I'm fully out of it. Yeah, I'm fully out of it. And it's funny how this evolution of the psych, the psychology of this is going. And depending on where you are in the world and what kind of information you're being fed, it's this very interesting thing. And where I kind of want to take this next question is your opinion on how people are in so much denial still about what's going on. So there are some people taking this time and they're seeing it and they're experiencing it in the moment. They're slowing down, they're connecting to themselves. And then there's that more fear based, I guess, um, response where people are in denial. They're really justifying their, their, actions and going out. I'm seeing people videotaping themselves at parties still, and they're not following the rules of this social distancing thing. Everyone's justified in what they're doing right now. However, it's going against the rules. So like, how can you speak to that? Oh, yeah, I could. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. I love the word, the rules. The rules. Yeah, the rules. You know, uh, Elisa, well, I, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have a difficult time answering that, actually, because I respect everybody else. When I go out, I respect everybody else's belief system. Sure. Okay. Whether I believe in that or not, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. I, I don't want to upset anybody. Mm-hmm. So whether I... I believe what's being said about it. I still will respect other people's belief systems. So the social distancing. If you get angry about it, shows you've got some anger issues. Okay, so people are out there barking, stay the fuck at home. Yeah, that's really not coming from a good place. No, and I've seen that. I've seen that on social media. People shouting, stay the fuck at home. Yeah. Well. To me, I want to say, maybe you want to go meditate for a little while now because because you have some fears in your body. You have fears. You're not dealing with your fears. You're just barking them out to everybody else. Yeah. But then there's like people that are saying, I don't have to stay at home. 
I can do what I want. That's yeah. the, yeah, I, I, I get that. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. And that is their, their way. I have, I have no control over that. And let, 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 let's just say that there's a lot more than meets the eye. Okay. There is a lot okay. more. Yep. There's a lot more that meets the eye here. And when we talk about, when we listen to the news and all of that, you are being programmed to believe, to uh, instill more fear in yourself. So I'm not an expert at this virus, but I am curious. And I feel that if you're going to one source all the time to feed you for your information, maybe you don't have an open mind. Mm, that's good advice. That's really good advice. Interesting. Are you not curious enough? <laughs> Curiosity is what really runs science. Yes, that is very interesting. We need to be curious, and too many people are funneled into one stream and stay there. And stay there okay. and get stuck in their ways. I mean, yeah. I'm finding even in myself how stuck in some of my ways I am. I am, and it's a this is an opportunity for me to observe that in many ways. And I'm like, oh, oh, I am exactly. like that. Like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> it's so exactly, interesting. And, and it's coming up in so many ways. So this is what I'm saying about all about all about your perspective. You have an opportunity here to learn something, to really learn, but you've got to open your mind. And if you feel yourself getting angry and bitter, those are emotions that have already been inside of you. That's what needs to clear up. Yes. Not, you know, spitting spite at people because remember your thoughts uh, and and your words uh, go out in in into the ethers and create a whole other scenario happening here. So it's about being open enough that you want to do your own research, that you aren't being spoon fed by one source and one source only, and believing that and making that your reality. Mm-hmm. Are you? This is what I think about. I think, holy smoke, like, really? Are you really going to believe all that? You know, aren't you curious? Mm-hmm. Like, don't forget this story. <laughs> My mother. Okay. In the grocery store. And I don't know what she bought. Okay. But she put it on the uh, on the belt and the cashier was putting it through. And then the cashier said to my mother something like, well, you know, there's such and such in that. And my mother said, oh, well, it says on the label that, and, and the, uh, the cash register said, uh, or the cashier said, uh, well, do you believe everything you read? Yeah. Like that. And my mother went, oh. I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, it was an eye-opener moment, and it was kind of a thing. Like, somebody spoon-feeding us this information and saying, believe it, believe it, believe it, please. And if you're gullible enough, you yeah. know, or you're just like, yeah, whatever, talk to me. I just find that you're you're creating your own misery by following misery. That is an awesome example because just the packaging. For me, for years, I was just conditioned to believe the packaging. You know, I yes. never turned around until, you know, I met Steph K actually yeah. <laughs> read the ingredients. What is it made of? I'm like, Oh, because I would just look at the packaging and be like, great. This is sugar free, whatever it would say. And then look on the back and there's like 20 billion chemicals in it. It's like, Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they were also some 
some form of other sugar. Exactly. And then the media here with this COVID situation, it's very true. Like when you see and you read things with that analogy of the packaging, it's like there's something more going on here. I really like that. I really like that a lot. Okay, so let's just say I'm in a relationship with someone and I'm starting to feel more connected to myself and feel like I'm growing spiritually through this or maybe working on my awareness practice and feeling good. But my partner or my husband or my wife or family are not. And it's starting to create some friction what, uh-huh. what, some, some advice, let's speak to that. What is some advice maybe for those people in those positions? Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, we do know that it, it, there will be challenges in relationships for sure. Yeah. And again, goes back to, okay, because when we're in places that we're not choosing to be, because we're not, we're not choosing this at a uh, conscious level, let's say. We're not choosing this at a conscious level to be isolated. We're not choosing that. If a person is on a spiritual path and their partner is not, and they want to take some time to contemplate and to meditate and stuff, there needs to be a conversation at the beginning there, or, or any time when you recognize that you're, there's friction happening between the two of you. There needs to be a conversation. The conversation needs to be that uh, I know that you and I are not really on the same vibration. Mm-hmm. Not, we won't call it the path, but just, you know, it's a vibration, right? I want to take this opportunity to work on myself, to be clear, to be that, to be this. And, and the other person says, uh, well, they're depending on that, what their response is. Oh, yes, I understand uh, and I respect that. If there could be that kind of agreement between the two, that I understand that. The thing that may come up is that, and this happens, it does happen quite a bit, actually, that one person is growing and the other person is not. The person that is not growing becomes fearful, fearful of change. You're not the same person I went into relationship with. You've changed. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about meditation and being <laughs> the creator. And, well, you know, what's all that bullshit about like this? And then you try to explain, but they're not ready to hear. Because remember, they're, in a, they're at a different vibration. So when you go into a relationship, what a lot of people don't realize is when they go into a relationship, they go in because there's something missing in their hearts. Okay. We don't realize that that's actually happening, though. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We are thinking the way we do about other things. If I get a higher paid job, I'll be happier. If I eat really, really well, I'll be healthier and I'll be happier. If I move to the other side of the planet, to uh, to Fiji, uh, I'll be happier there. I'll be happy if, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy. Yeah. uh, So... When two people come together and, and these kinds of things come up because obviously you're in isolation and the fears come up. So that person that says, you know, I want to take some time spiritually and the other person might say, but well, what, what am I supposed to do while mm-hmm. you're doing that? But that's a fear coming up because if that person sees the other person changing, what do they become afraid of? They're afraid that they'll lose them. Mm-hmm. And then their fear of abandonment mm-hmm. and their fear of betrayal 
comes up for them. Their fear of being alone, that comes up for them. That's because they haven't worked on that. Now, the other person may have been in the same place when they got together, but something's happened to that person and they've had some kind of an awareness or an awakening and they want to explore it more. So it's like, hey, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not talking about anything like that. I just want to spend more time with myself to, because I, I, I want to be the better version of myself. So it can be a real conversation. It could be a good conversation if the person's willing to sit there and, and have a conversation and, and if, they, uh, if the spiritual person can explain to them that this is not about anything wrong. This is just uh, how I want to be better. I just yes. want to be a better version of myself. It's got nothing to do with you. Yes. I, you know, I still love you. Then we talk about unconditional love. And so again, years ago, when I started on this spiritual path, I was in a book club. And the book club was a great club. We, we used to have a lot of fun. And then afterwards, as time went on, and I started to feel myself changing, 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 I could have said, because I couldn't speak about any of those things to those women in my club. Yeah. I couldn't speak on a spiritual level, only a Catholic level. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't speak about my, my new truth about what I was starting to discover about myself and who I really was. But did that stop me from going? No, because I really genuinely loved those people. Yeah. And to me, it didn't matter what they believed. Yeah. And I wasn't there to make them right or wrong. I wasn't there to join their company and have fun. Yeah. So I could have taken that belief system and I could have judged them for, yeah, you don't get it, you don't know, you don't understand. Mm -hmm. But no... Because unconditional love means that you can actually love somebody even if they don't agree with you. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love that. It's really important. It's one of those things that's been coming up for me is conditional love and unconditional love and what that actually yeah. looks like. It's, it is a beautiful invitation if you're in a partnership and you are feeling more connected to yourself. It is a beautiful invitation to have those, like you say, harder conversations and, yeah. and start with, and start there. I mean, this whole situation is so new to everyone on so many levels. Everyone's experiencing it in their own brains as well. <laughs> so I don't know. I just think try just try to have the conversation and it's not yeah. I, I like also how you said that it's not about being right or wrong or you're better or worse it's just opening those conversations starting something new and maybe that person might get curious based on the way you approach it right and start exactly. to maybe start learning more about themselves and about their fears and what's actually holding them back or preventing them from growing right Exactly. You know, I, I'm sure I've shared this with you before that we all have areas of information in our body. In India, they call it the chakras where we are wanting to change that name to energy centers mm -hmm. just so that it would be more widespread in acceptance kind of thing. So it doesn't sound like chakras or <laughs> chakras or yeah. anything like that, but it would be, oh, energy centers. So we have, yeah, we have, we store information in our body. 
that's a true thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, when I studied visceral manipulation with Jean-Pierre Barral, who's like one of the greatest osteopaths, he, he taught us in class all about how our organs hold emotions. Yes. And because of that, you know, we have an energy center in our body that's in the throat and it is our communication center. And yeah. so when we are not communicating, we are stuffing things down. And then what happens? We get problems with our thyroid, problems with our esophagus, problems with our tongue, our teeth, all sorts of things because the thought process gets caught in that particular uh, center in the body. So it is really, really good to be able to sit down and say, let's have a conversation. And can mm-hmm. we agree before the conversation begins that this is an exploration for us to be able to speak our feelings without getting upset or taking it personally? Mm-hmm. So if I say something to you about I really wish that I had known this about myself much sooner. And then to, for the person to say, what, you mean that if you knew yourself before you met me, me, you probably wouldn't go out with me? Like, no, no, no. Let's set some boundaries. Let's be gentle. Let's mm-hmm. be loving. Can we have this conversation through love? Can mm-hmm. we understand that I am not right and mm-hmm. I am not wrong? I'm only voicing what I feel or my opinion, Mm -hmm. if you want to call it that. And can you be able to do that? And it's just being two adults having a conversation and and actually helping each other to grow. So there can be a a lot of good. And, And you were talking about what can we do? What can we do? That first thing that I said is about, uh, be aware of the first thing you think of when you open your eyes, because if you allow it as a Debbie Downer to continue, your day will be shit. Okay, good. But if you can change your thought, we don't really, it's there. That's your honor. That's all it gets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're not going to go, okay, I feel that sadness. Now, what's that about? Before you get a chance to change your thought process, well, it's already got you by the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're a victim immediately. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you you need to be have a, acute thinking at that time. Okay. You open your eyes, you hear that thought right away. You say, I'm so happy I had a good sleep. Or I'm so happy I'm alive and I'm healthy. Yeah. I'm very, very appreciative of everything that has been given to me thus far. I am learning so much about myself through yeah. this. Wow, I need to write it down. I need to write down how great I am. Start somewhere. And then, you know, there have been days when, but I guess it's not my nature. Yeah. (laughs) But I still grab for the colorful sweatshirt or the colorful pants or I'll still put lipstick on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. It's meaningful. It's actually. It it is. It is. It is. It's how to, and I've done many bites of light on this, how yeah. how color has an influence on yes. you. Yes, yes. color. So if you go to the closet and you put on your favorite black tracksuit track every morning, not saying black is a bad color, I'm not, because it, it, it is, has all colors of the prism in it too. What I'm saying is that, how about a little spice in your life? You know, <laughs> I love that. Put on an orange scarf or put on an orange hat or, or put on a bright red sweater 
or something because it's color and it's energy and it changes your aura. It does change your aura. It's been proven. I have proven it many, many times that within the days that I have felt the the shittiest of the shits, yeah. I mean physically, I have not let that overcome me. I've had a shower. I, I've like said all the wonderful things to myself about how great I am feeling. Yeah. And get out and go and put on a bright pink sweater. Yeah. And then put my lipstick on and some jewelry and start my day. And within a half an hour, I'm a different person. Yes. I, the power of that is, has actually been realized for me in the past week. I'm, it's now in my self-love practice every week. I am committed to, this is going to sound really crazy, but to at least two days of showering, putting makeup on, getting dressed at minimum two days in the week. The other days, I mean, yeah. I, whatever. I'm doing a right. minimum of two days and it is so helpful. It's so helpful. Like even now, like my hair is clean. It's curled. I feel great. It's good for my confidence. It's good for my vibration. Like so many things come from that. And I took that for granted for so long that right. it's now come to the surface that that I had done so. So I'm going to continue to. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's a good practice to have. It's a good practice to have. You you don't really understand it. If you're, if you're listening to it, okay, you're like, okay, well, maybe. But if you actually try it. Yeah, if you actually try it, yeah. Actually try it, like try it, you know. You'll see, you'll see the difference. It, it, it doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. It could be, it can be totally reversed mm-hmm. and, be, and, and be working for you all the time, all the time, all the time. Like even as we're, we're sitting here, you know, behind me, I have my, my big red crystal that's for yeah. grounding. I have my candle going. I have my diffuser on with the lemongrass in it. You know, I've got tulips all over the house. Yeah. These are ways so that my eyes see beauty all around me. Tulips, they're, they're 10 bucks a package. Yeah. You know, right now, or uh, I don't know, but even plants, your plants, all of that is life force, right? Yes. All of that is life force. And so you're surrounding yourself with positive life force. So that's what it does for you. It can help to change you, to keep on uplifting you but only you can give yourself permission to fall oh that's good okay so one of the last things that i do want to talk about is on the concept of time what are we going to do with this time and i mean i um i follow some pretty influential speakers and and spiritual people and a lot of them kind of say you know this is the time to find your passion or to reconnect to your passions and to I don't know, evolve. I don't know. There's a lot of different lingo going around as to what this time should be. And I'm personally struggling with that one. And I'll tell you why. Because busyness was so glorified and I was kind of in that realm, the change of pace has had an emotional, physical, emotional and mental effect on me personally. And I began to grasp at things to do to fill the space so I was trying to busy myself with stuff instead of sitting in the silence and appreciating the silence now 
in the last in the last few weeks I have been able to sit in that space with more openness and more compassion towards myself in many ways and and I, I'm talking about appreciating the small stuff and finding the little victories in life I just I'm not sure because I'm struggling with that time I'm almost feeling shame I'm almost shaming myself for not writing my book and for not doing my course because I'm it's it's almost like this is telling me personally to stop everything. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I mean? I'm having this I do. I do know what you mean. So yes, what yes, yes. what's happening there? So we go back to the program. Okay. Let's go back to the program. Yes. Because the the program here is is uh, so deeply embedded in all of us. That is why the struggle comes is because we have been programmed to, to be busy. Mm-hmm. We have been programmed to be productive. Yes, productive. Uh, that's a word that's product- going around a lot, like how to feel productive, how to be productive at home. Five ways to be productive. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to jump on that bandwagon right now, but it's not bad. It's not bad. That's where or my struggle say, is. Or say, yeah, I don't want to jump on that bandwagon now because... I have been productive every friggin' day of my life, and I'd like to have a little bit of a rest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, excuse me, but I'm I'm the most productive person you're ever going to meet. <laughs> and I'm just tired of being productive, and I want to be non-productive for a change. I want to sit on my ass and see what that feels like. <laughs> I yeah, I guess it is kind of like that. It's like giving myself permission. To <laughs> slow down all of a sudden, you know, exactly. like that's why then when people say that and you're listening to them and you're thinking, oh, yes, oh, yes, I, yes, uh, I know who you are and you're so great and everything like this. And I'm, okay, this is what I got to do so I can still be productive. Well, you know what? Just like to the moon, Alice. Yeah. To the moon. Because most people are like, gasping for air yes just because they have just been running yes. at high speed trying to be freaking productive yeah and that is the program that's okay. the program you need to be productive to be a successful human yeah to make being. the money to be yes. successful to whatever that word productive okay. could be replaced yes. with 20 million other words exactly so it is up to you and this is why i say are we taking our information only from one source okay and it's really about if those people are saying the word productive to you but somehow it doesn't sit right mm-hmm I'd say, okay, I think I need to sit back here and just reevaluate something here because am I feeling pressure or am I feeling guilted? Yes. I'm feeling both of those things. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm feeling guilted because I'm not doing something. I'm not being productive. Yeah, so I feel I'm less than or I'm not good enough. Exactly. Yeah. If you have the opportunity, and I realize that there are people who have families who are, I don't think ever think that they would hear the word productive because they'd be teaching their kids at home and yeah. stuff like that. But 
those of us who have been very productive most of their lives and we have this time, I say to myself, I say, this is the vacation that I wanted that I never got. Mm-hmm. I don't look at it by, oh, I'm not making any money. Listen, my practice is closed. Mm-hmm. I, I do hands on. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> There's nobody to see me. Of course. <laughs> right? Yeah. Therefore, I have no work. Yeah. I have no no work whatsoever. Yeah. There have been days and I, I have what I do is I watch myself. Yes. I'm observing myself. I'm observing my thoughts. Okay. I wake up in the morning, I observe my thoughts. So my thought this morning was, Oh great, the sun is shining, I'm gonna have a nice walk today. That's a positive thought. And of and, 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 and I could ride on that get up and have a shower do my hair and everything and I know I'm having a podcast with you and you know after this I'm gonna go for a nice long walk and then I'm gonna have a call with a friend of mine who lives in Burlington and great you know there'll be my day yeah there will be my whole day that's my whole day yesterday I no kidding I literally it was a rainy day I, I, I literally got up I did my meditation first then I got up and I made myself a coffee and I sat, uh, I swear to God, I sat there for two hours and stared out the window and, <laughs> and drank my coffee. No kidding. It had to be two hours. Oh. And I, I'm in the rocking chair and I'm rocking back and forth and I'm just watching the rain coming down and like a blank, right? And then all of a sudden I'm like, what? Guess I could go put a load of laundry in now, you know. <laughs> yep, I do. I, I, and then I did a few things, and 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 then I made my dinner, and and uh, and I and I watched this series that I'm watching, and I went to bed at ten o'clock. Yeah. So was I productive? Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay, so. That is something that has become more clear to me as I explore these feelings, because at first I really don't know what to do with them. And at first I really believe that for me, and I I would imagine others have similar experiences, when they hear their inner voice or they hear their instinct crying out or to slow down or whatever it is, their instinct they don't necessarily know what to do with that information because it's not it's we're writing our new story. We're writing rewriting the program and we don't know what it is or how it feels in the body or what the thoughts going to be. So I doubt myself. I start second guessing myself a little bit and I'm seeing some of my friends who are doing all these wonderful things and I'm like I'm happy for them, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> You know, I, 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 in this roller coaster where I'm at in the, in the coaster, I don't know if it's an upswing or a downswing, but I'm, I'm very much in a, in a balanced place where I kind of just want to take advantage and do nothing. (laughs) And then the voice, like the the devil on my shoulder says that this is bad. This is a bad thing. You're a lazy loser. And that's your ego. Okay. So you want to recognize that whenever there's a negative thought coming into your head, that it's not your true essence speaking there. It's your ego. Mm -hmm. I remember your ego has been around for, you know, centuries and centuries and centuries. Mm -hmm. So it's not just going to float away on its own when you say, 
oh, that's my ego, go away. Yeah. No, it's going to keep on knocking at your door. And that is what we are here to do, is to diminish it. Diminish it, recognize who we really are, and release the ego from our consciousness. But that takes a lot of work, mm-hmm. a lot of work. And in order to do that, we must be in that state of listening, the state of listening, the state of observation, so that we can catch our ego while it's manipulating us and change it, change direction, go the other way. In other words, as soon as you hear those negative words, you know that's not you. You know that that's your ego because we were made in the image of God or source or universe or whatever you want to call it, but it actually means love. We were made in the image of love. Love doesn't talk to you like that. Love doesn't call you Ooh. a worthless son of a bitch. Ooh, that was that's good. Love does not get talk off. To you get like off that. your lazy ass. Mm. You no good for nothing. Who do you think you are? Listen, you big fat slob. Yeah. Get out of there. Get why aren't you on a diet? Get out and run right now. Hurry up. Hurry up. Look at all those pimples on your face. Who's gonna love you with that? Oh, you walk funny. Well. One word yeah. people think when they're looking at you walking. Like, all of that? Does that sound good? Does that sound like love's talking to you? Absolutely not. No. So, that's what you need to be able to listen to. You need to know the difference between your ego and your essence, your true self, who you really are. Your true self looks at your looks at you in the morning and says, Wow, look at you! Wow, aren't you just great? Look at that smile! Yeah! yeah. Wow, you had such a great sleep last night. I bet you you feel so good like that. That's when the, that voice is, is, is the voice that rises you up and then encourages you to do other things maybe that you didn't do before. Maybe encourages you to sit down and say, hey, I'll bet you we could put this chapter in your book, you know, like that or whatever. But mm-hmm. when you are being pushed by other people telling you that you need to be productive, who's speaking to you? Who are you listening to? Who's who's running the show here? Yeah, who's running the show here? Friggin' me, damn it! Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So if we really understand, if we really, really got it that our thoughts create our reality, we might open up a little bit more and start exploring other avenues of information. Yeah. Besides what you see on the friggin' box. Yeah, what you see on the box. <laughs> I have one last question. I realize yes. we're going kind of long here, but that's this is great wisdom. I'm, I'm into it. I need this. I love this. As the collective, the whole, yes. with this COVID-19 situation happening, or maybe this could be answered outside that lens, is... What does the world need more of? Well, my answer to that is the world needs more love, Mm -hmm. more understanding, Mm. more compassion, more kindness, Mm -hmm. more acceptance, less judgment. Less judgment. All of those things. Less judgment. Because we are so busy judging people all the time. But you've got to understand that when you are judging others, you have judged yourself severely and thus you just put your judgment onto somebody else because you can't carry it all yourself. You've, you've judged yourself so oh. that you're you're now on uh, death row. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I mean, 
your laugh is probably um, changed a lot of people's vibration. Just listening. <laughs> so funny. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We always have such great conversations. Yeah. I, I, I love our conversations on these podcasts. It's really, really good. You know, I'm really happy to, to share. Uh, I know you know me well. You know the journey I've been on. Mm-hmm. And so I have just completed my book, which... Yes, uh, I'm very, very happy about because it's taken me at least ten years to write the <laughs> to write it. So and and have started my second book. So I'm very happy about that. So when is your and book that's coming not because out? Because I wanted to be productive. Oh yes, See, I start. I started that on my vacation because uh-huh. I knew I would have enough time, which I didn't have before. Yes, to uh, you know do something that I really wanted to do it was you know and I was ready to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just continued the process when I got home. So it wasn't about being productive. It was being about following my heart and something that, you know, I really wanted to complete. When can we get the books in our hands? Or the book? Well, it's editor right now. So okay. apparently when you get edited, you've got a lot of correction to do. So <laughs> Okay. So, but it's, it's written and it's in the works. So, yeah, so yes, 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 yes. Wouldn't it be nice if it could be out this, uh, like, the end of summer or something like that right it would be lo- it would be lovely okay well if anyone wants to find you they can watch your bites of light on youtube yeah. yes that's a good thing are you doing any treatments whatsoever right now i'm doing the odd uh distance treatments for people that um understand that distance yeah. treatments work yeah uh so yes i'm doing the odd one but not a lot yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot for my family and friends. <laughs> yes, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so okay. much today. I loved that. And stay thank safe, you. and we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Love you. Love you. Okay, that's all for today. I want to thank my guest Adele Stratton once again for coming on the show. You can find her at her website at phoenixrisinghealingcenter.com and on all socials at at phoenixrisinghc. These links will also be in the show notes. If you haven't done so yet, please go to Apple Podcasts or Google Play and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Follow the show on Spotify and share on your social media. Thank you all so much for listening. Have the best day, everyone. Until next time. Wow.